And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the event you've all been waiting for. We're the Thunder Jumps, and we have the power! Uh, yeah, you're listening to Thunder Dumps, dudes, where we take the latest in pop culture, mash it up, put our own personal spin on it, and you like it. This is Eric. This is Andrew. I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> you, you have been living in, actually, you know, you know what's crazy? Um, like, you guys, like, especially in Buffalo, you guys have this, like, uh, huge lack, so you, you suffer, like, uh, lack snow. So it's not unusual for you guys to get like crazy ass weather and stuff and cause power to go out and stuff. Um, but what's insane is that they now started posting on the news that there's parts of like Canada and stuff that's minus 50 degrees. <laughs> like, uh, well, so yeah, I, I, we don't quite get there, but I mean, this is what happened to us. Well, first of all, I apologize. We missed two weeks of podcasts. Yes. It's all my fault. Um, I had the flu and it was the most sick I've ever been as an adult. Like that's, that's gonna be something bad. Four hours a day, feeling like I was gonna throw up without yeah. drinking with stuff. And then a week after, I mean, I lost a ton of weight and stuff, and I was really sick. It took me okay. another week after that just to kind of feel normal again. Shit. Um, and we got six foot of snow in mm-hmm. a week and a half here. The power went out, so yep. I couldn't even do a podcast with you. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, now the snow stopped. And then for those of you who are used to Celsius temperature, uh, Fahrenheit temperature freezing is 32 degrees. Uh, that's actually, yeah, that's, uh, an interesting fact. Um, that's actually where Fahrenheit and Celsius both meet at the same temperature. Minus 32. Oh, I thought freezing was zero for you. It, uh, freezing <laughs> is zero for us, but I'm saying that like, it gets to a point where, like Celsius and Fahrenheit become the same temperature, and um, that's minus thirty-two, oh, okay. and then it like changes, oh. and, and Fahrenheit goes like fucking super, super minus. Then after that, oh well, for anyone that doesn't know Fahrenheit, for us, freezing is thirty-two degrees. Yep. The last three days here, it's been negative twenty-five. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so it's been fifty degrees below freezing. It's yeah. killing me. Like when I close my eyes outside, my eyelids almost freeze shut. Yeah. I, that's um see that's uh that's what's unusual because here in Finland like that's that's not unusual for us. We you know especially up north like you know that does happen like we get to in Fahrenheit like minus 20 to minus 30 no problem some years. And, and my beard my beard becomes just this solid fucking rock of ice and there's nothing uh, I can do about it. Like it's insane. Man, it is. So it's it's been crazy, but um I mean, before we say anything, we just got to do this. Hey, let's go, Buffalo. Oh, my the God. The Buffalo Bills. Well, even though, you know, that's when I got sick. I caught the flu right. at the Bills game. Right. Because I, I watched the Bills beat the Dolphins three weeks ago, got sick. Yeah. Um, the Bills, for the first time in 17 years, are in the playoffs. Uh, see, yeah. here's the thing, right? I feel like I need to explain to people how important this actually is. Because, sure, we haven't been to the playoffs since 1999, 17 yes. seasons. Um, but a lot of people that even watch the NFL don't realize how bad that actually is. Now, not yeah. only was it the longest streak in NFL history of not making the playoffs, it was the longest streak in all four major sports of the U.S. So, 
baseball, yeah. <laughs> basketball, hockey, and football. It was the longest streak for any single team out of those like hundred plus, hundred fifty plus teams yeah. to not make to the playoffs, and that's insane. And yeah. when you start putting it into certain perspectives, for example, the Buffalo Bills have not made it to the playoffs since last millennium. Yes. Uh, it sounds kind of fucked up. Um, but what what really makes it even worse for us is that just a few years before starting this drought, we were arguably one of the, if not the best team in the entire league. Like we had made yeah. it to four Super Bowls. We lost all of them, mind you, but we made it to four Super Bowls in a row. We were consistent. We were always at the top of our game. And then nothing for fucking 17, 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really a bad long management. time. Yes. Really bad management. Yes. But now we're in. Yes. And it, it, it almost took a miracle. It did. On New Year's Eve. It almost, on New Year's Eve, almost took a miracle, but it doesn't matter. We're in. Now, we're recording this Sunday morning. In three hours, the Bills start playing. Yes, they do. In all likelihood, they may just get crushed. <sighs> I don't so, know, man. It's the Jaguars. It's 50-50, in my opinion. Well, like, man, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying, we could definitely win. Oh, yeah. I'll, not, could, be, I'll not be sad if we lose. Like, we've, we've made it. That's all that matters, so... The freak is over. The national media can lay off us. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I hope we win. There's a chance we might get crushed, but right now it's just the excitement. The right. excitement of being in the playoffs and having a chance is amazing. Um, now, Jacksonville, Florida, who's hosting the football game, yes. knows of the legendary Bills tailgate fans. Oh they God, know yeah. that the Bills are famous for lighting tables on fire <laughs> and jumping <laughs> off the recreational vehicles, smashing through the tables. So Jacksonville... This last week has banned yep. the sale of tables to anyone with an out-of-state ID. <laughs> so, Bills fans brought their tables on the airplanes with them. Yeah. There's pictures on social media of airplanes, yeah, or airplanes <laughs> unloading fucking folding tables that say Bills Mafia on them. It's we so brought weird. our own tables, bitches. Yeah, it's like fuck you, Florida. Like it's it's so ridiculous. Like there's just so much weird shit going on around about this game too. Like like the Jaguars even tweeted out saying that they were selling some uh, limited tickets due to the fact that uh, they were tickets that were unsold from like the NFL and the Bills. And then the Bills Twitter was like, nah, uh, uh, we didn't send yeah. shit back. We sold every single one of our tickets. And if you had to give us more, we would have sold those too. Because like I said, oh, yeah. 17, 18 years of the Bills not being in the playoffs, you can bet your ass Bills fans are buying tickets. Like, oh. I wouldn't be surprised it's if there's more Bills fans at the game than there are Jaguar fans. Well, they, they did say 25% of all tickets were bought by Western New York people. Wow. Which is huge. Yeah. So Jacksonville couldn't sell out their own game. Yeah. Um, some of our friends are down there. Party Mike is down there and Jordan's oh, down there. Fuck those guys. So <laughs> they were they were sending us pictures of just like wall-to-wall Bills fans at all these bars That's already crazy. just like tearing the shit up. Yeah. And like so, with so many like Bills fans there too, you can bet your ass they're going to be loud. And that's going to be like a big part of the game for us too. So it's going to be yeah. awesome. So I mean, we might get blown out, but it's just so happy to be in the playoffs again. Yeah. Um, I haven't talked to you since Christmas. I know, right? Since before so, Christmas even. Yeah. I mean, obviously the coolest thing is my son and I got the Nintendo Switch. Yes, you did. But my parents, knowing me full well, the best Christmas gift I got was a pillowcase. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pillowcase with Nicolas Cage's face on it. Uh, and it says, see you, see you in my dreams. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> so I was like... Uh. The parents definitely know me. Oh, and it is on the bed. Oh, that's perfect. But Nintendo Switch. 
we got a bunch of games. Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. Mario Kart. Yep. Zelda, Breath yep. of the Wild from you. Thank you for Zelda. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Um, Party Planet and 1-2 Switch. Yeah, yes. Nice. So here's my quick reviews of some of these since you've already reviewed them six months oh, yeah, ago. Yeah. But 1-2 uh, Switch sucks. Yeah, it's it's motion controls. The dual game where two people each hold a controller like a gun yeah. down at their hands and down near their waist, and then you go wah and you yeah. raise it and shoot at people. That's awesome. Everything else on it sucks. Yeah, it could have been better, so, but you know, whatever. So go to someone else's house to play the dual game. Yeah. Uh, party Party Planet, fantastic. Tons of dumb little four player games. We love like Mario Party kind of stuff. Right. So Party Planet had tons. Of just little shit games that entertained me and my sibling <laughs> for hours and yeah. hours. We loved it, and it was like whoever was the shittiest of the four player had to con- hand their control right. over to someone else. So there's always like real like God, you don't want to lose these dumb games. Yeah. Uh, so Party Planet was fantastic. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. I mean, my son is six years old. We play together. So I'm Mario. I walk around, and he's Pat. He's Cappy. So he floats around as the hat, clears out the bad guys while I do the navigating. Yeah. So much fun. Oh, yeah. It's, Love it's it. a fantastic game. Uh, Mario Kart, everything you said it would be. It's just like Mario Kart from the Wii U. But improved. But improved. Yeah. More, more racers, more courses. Yeah, battle um, mode's pretty decent get, as well. Yeah, you can get double um, double weapons. If you hit double boxes, yep. it's nice. Um they have a, a safe racer mode where if you play with safe racer mode on, you don't fall off the cliffs right. <laughs> or every, every single turn all, all the time. Like you, you can do Rainbow Road and enjoy it. Which is good for kids. Um, and adults because <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, once we all activated it and it was actually just more fun playing Mario Kart and not have to worry about falling off right, all the time. Right, because it gets more so competitive all, as well that way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we actually all activated it and that way we could enjoy every course, including Rainbow Road. Um, the battle mode. They have this. Our favorite battle mode was called Shine Thief. Oh yeah, where that's there's cool. this big golden crown. And, yeah, yeah. So you you get the crown. You have to hold it for twenty seconds while everyone is trying to fuck you up. Yeah. and take the crown from you. So Shine Thief was probably my favorite of the battle modes. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and they actually have they actually have battle arenas this time, and not just playing on dumb courses. Right. Um, I mean everything about it was great. Um, my son he renamed himself Roy Seven. Because okay. he plays as plays as Roy the Koopa with the sunglasses on. Oh yeah. And he would come in seventh place a lot. <laughs> so for like a full week, like he's like, No, my name is Roy Seven. That's you awesome. may address me as Roy Seven. <laughs> and um I played as Red Yoshi. Red oh, Yoshi was my nice. guy on on the Yoshi cycle. I, I, I play uh Dry Bones. He's my boy. I do like Dry Bones. I mean obviously I also play as Wario. Yeah, it's just yeah. that the Wario just he just can't turn for shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's a so, fatty. And, That's why. Yeah. And we're just so competitive that, although I like playing as him, I, I need it all. Then, Zelda. I actually didn't open Zelda until three days ago because I waited till all the siblings left, you know, all the yeah, four-player yeah. stuff was done, and then I opened Zelda, and I told Ryan, my son, I was like, you know, we've been playing Super Mario Odyssey together. This is a game for me. Yeah. But watch and you can help me spot oh, yeah. bad guys you can look for shiny stuff in the ground for me to pick up you you know you can you can watch and i was prepared for him to be like well this is boring dad i don't want to play this yeah, yeah. he loves zelda it, it's it's and he's just watching me play yeah it's uh, the controls and stuff and like the combat it's a little bit too complex for a kid of his age but to watch yeah it's it's 
highly enjoyable. Like the great world. It's nice and colorful. It's it looks fun. You know. He helps me navigate. Helps me. He's like, oh, dad, there's an apple on the tree, you know, or yeah. oh, there's one of those red goblins. Fuck him up. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> oh, just trying to that. imagine him say, fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Couple more years. Yeah. Um, but not only does he love it, I love it too. Man, I am so into the Zelda game. I mean, I know you and everyone else said, oh, it's so great. It's so great. You know, um, I haven't played an open world game in a while. I right. love it. I yeah. love just running around taking stuff um we're real early into the game like we just um the old man just turned into the king and gave us the whole backstory so like you know we 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 did like little spirit orbs quest and now we're going on the major quest we've got the paraglider Uh, oh my life is complete with the paraglider yeah it's so cool it's so much better and i've got the warm shirt so I'm not freezing to death in the frozen lands. Yeah, that actually, that's really cool. Like, the, they, they implemented all the different stuff. Like, you know, if you want to survive different lands, you have to have the right clothes and stuff, you know. And you would think, you're like, what? That's so stupid. But it it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's cool. And I'm, like, finding food and fucking cooking it up and creating sludge <laughs> yeah. and magic elixirs and stuff. So I'm, like, top chef, baby. Yeah. Um. I love everything about Zelda. It's fun, man. I love it. Yeah. And and my kid doesn't mind just watching me play. So right. I was like, yeah, we both win. <laughs> yeah, it's um <laughs> like uh like a, a major shout out to Nintendo because like they like when it came to like game of the year, it was essentially just Zelda versus Mario as to who was going to win it because they're both that great. Uh, I think I think Zelda won it in the end. Um, but th- this is how incredible it's actually been. Uh. The Nintendo Switch has now become the fastest selling console in the United States and Japan ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's outselling the PlayStation 2. It like the, the biggest selling uh, console before in the US was the original Nintendo Wii, which sold 4 million in the first 10 months. Uh, and the Switch mm-hmm. has sold 4.8 million in the first 10 months. So mm-hmm. it's going huge. And like if this had released at the same time as the PlayStation, it would probably mm-hmm. be argued as it's the best console of this generation. It might still end up that way because, you know, they're a couple of years behind, so the the game catalog isn't as huge, but Jesus, some of the stuff they've released so far is amazing, so Oh, it's it's fantastic. I'm so glad I have it. I'm glad I can enjoy it for hopefully three or four years before Nintendo even thinks. I mean, now that they have a hit, they just need to cultivate this hit instead of moving on to the next right. uh console. Yeah. So the question No, it's great and for yeah. The the big the main question is like the the absolute question that really defines how good this is. Have you used it while taking a shit yet? <laughs> oh, you know I haven't done that. You um, need to do that. You know it has been good. We've been playing on the TV. We've been playing on the TV and my wife was like, "I want to watch Netflix." And so we just lift it up and then I play on the couch and Ryan yeah. is just watching over my shoulder. Yeah. Um So that's been cool. And, you know, I got to say for for Zelda 2 is like, I can't, I don't like playing like Final Fantasy games. Right. Um, what is that? I call like MMRPGs or something like that. Uh, or just RPGs. Or RPGs, yeah, RPGs yeah. yeah. I don't like those. I don't like every time you get into a battle, you get to sit there and like equip all your shit and cast your spells and stuff. That's not me. Yeah. But Zelda isn't like that. You do have stuff you can equip and stuff you can use, yeah. but it's easy and it's fast and you don't have to you don't get into that the special battle stage you just fight in real time yeah and it's amazing so it's like to me zelda is like perfect it's not too complicated i was able to figure it out real fast yeah um 
and it and it's great and it's not like the RPG. So I love it. And and Nintendo Switch has been amazing. Thank you Nintendo Switch. Yeah, thanks Nintendo. <laughs> For actually, like, I mean, they were always successful in their, their like, the 3DS, like, the handheld shit, you know. Their consoles, sure, the Wii done fantastic, but the Wii U just wasn't that great. And they really needed this one to, like, be good, otherwise they could have been in trouble. But instead of being good, they give us something amazing. So, thank you, Nintendo. You know what's funny is I plugged in, I hooked up the Switch, and I needed to set it on something, and I literally set it on top of my old Wii <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and the, and the um, Wii was like and the, and the Wii just looked at you know the Wii is like that 40 year old chick that used yeah, to be right. hot and stuff and then like the, <laughs> the Switch is like the 22 year old dime piece yeah. and it just looked like wait 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 and I just like pulled the, the Wii out of the power strip oh, <laughs> set man. the Switch on top of it per, per sorry, old, sorry old girl yeah there's good um, uh, well uh, something that I know is completely rumored that should be happening in a couple of days do um, you know how we have like E3 and shit like that and that's where they announce all the big games and stuff um, yeah. Nintendo have one called Nintendo Direct and they do it every so often throughout a year um, and since about November there's been a huge huge rumor going about and even some leaks that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct, Direct on January 11th, announcing a shit ton of stuff for the Switch. Uh, Amazon themselves listed uh, 18 unannounced games for this year oh. uh, for Nintendo Switch, of which we know that a Pokemon RPG is going to be one of them, like a, you know, a classic nice. uh, Pokemon RPG, uh, mm-hmm. and a handful of other shit. So hopefully it's actually true, and in a couple of days' time, we're going to get a huge, huge list of uh, fantastic games coming for Switch. So mm, That sounds good. Mm, indeed. <laughs> Now, out of all the jumps, we, I, I got to start with this one because it's, it's probably the most important one. And I do say, say this sarcastically. Yeah. Probably, if I, could, if I could pick six words in one sentence to crack me up, it would be this. Okay. L- Lindsay Lohan wants to be Batgirl. Oh, uh, fuck this shit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan wants to be Batgirl. I saw that. More like fucking. Like, ah. <laughs> More like fucking crack girl. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> but she can't be Batgirl. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You got red hair. You can't be Batgirl, okay? You yeah. are 30. You look like you're 60. Yeah, that, like you, that you could be like, you could be the old withered prostitute in the hotel that Batman smashes into when he's like chasing after Two Face or something. <laughs> she but could be Two Face. The more I thought, <laughs> yeah, she could be Two Face. <laughs> like, I mean, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yes. This does need to happen. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan does need to be Batgirl. Don't get me wrong. I don't want her to be Batgirl and Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Right. I just want there to be two Batgirl movies. I want to be Joss Whedon's Batgirl, and then I want there to be Lindsay Lohan's low-budget Batgirl can, movie. You mean, In fact, like... I want her to write it. Hmm? Yeah, it'll, it'll kind of be like how we talked. Uh, it'll be like how you have Star Trek, and then you have uh, Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek. So we right. need Joss Whedon's Batman, and then Lindsay Lohan's Batman. Oh, I want Lindsay Lohan to write it. I want Lindsay Lohan <laughs> to direct it. I want her to have first cut. Like, I want her to fucking make... I just want someone to finance a low-budget Batgirl movie where Lindsay Lohan's in charge and just, is Batgirl. Just give her a bag of cocaine like, and that'll be it financed. She's done. Like, Yeah. Like, what's it going to turn into? I mean, I bet it'd be, like, the fucking cheesiest lines. I mean, would there be a sex scene? I'm not even sure. I probably would hide my eyes during it. But... <laughs> Like, I want to see a Lindsay Lohan Batgirl movie. I don't want to direct Joss Whedon's, though. Right. So let him go on ahead, make yeah, yeah. his movie. 
But, you know, a lot of times that's what Hollywood does. They copy each other. They do two of the same kind of movies. Sure. So let there be two. Please. That that Please. would be really messed up for sure. I might actually pay. I might actually pay to see a Lindsay Lohan oh Becker my, movie. Oh, yeah. If, if it's how you said it and it came to the movie theaters, fuck yeah, I'd go see it. It'd be an absolute train wreck and it'd probably be amazing because of it. Like, who would she put in? Because, first of all, then, like... Who would be in a Lindsay Lohan background movie? You know, because most people would stay the fuck away. So who could oh, she yeah. get? Mm. Who could she get? Probably like anyone that's ever been in a Sharknado movie. Oh yeah, would probably sure. be in a Lindsay Lohan background movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, a lot of people are, are not going to want to be any near anywhere near this movie. But we need like an old broken Batman. We need a Batman that could he could fight on the weekends, but he really can't do it anymore. So he's kind of being a mentor to Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Yeah. I mean. Basically, I mean, I know I'm biased, but I mean, Steven Seagal as Batman? Steven Seagal <laughs> as, oh, Jesus, even just anything. Fucking make him the Penguin, make him fucking the Riddler. Like, it, it really won't fucking... Actually, if we were to take, like, all the celebrities that nobody really gives a shit about anymore, um, you could make one hell of a cast. Steven Seagal as Batman? Um, uh, well, wait, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. He is Steven Seagal as Bruce Wayne. Because he's not right. putting on the fucking Batman tights. It sure. ain't happening. Yeah. And he'll just... So and later, in, like towards the end of the movie, he'll just fight as Bruce Wayne. He'll show up at a party and he'll just fucking throw down on people. Yeah, and we can Bruce we Wayne. can finally get our Nicolas Cage Superman. And mm. we could have Adam Sandler as like the Riddler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, who, you, know, know. you know who would do these movies? A bunch... You know what? You know, Oh, I figured this out. Rob the movie Schneider. needs to be financed by the WWE. Oh, the WWE Vince McMahon. Yes. Vince McMahon will finance the movie. For sure. And he'll just cast all his wrestlers. That's he'll cast it. all his wrestlers in there. So that's that those are our guys right there. Yeah, for sure. That'll be easy. Wow. Uh there, there's yeah, like Lindsay this... Lohan back, girl. Please make this happen. <laughs> I'm so curious about that now. Oh man. <sighs> well, speaking speaking of movies. Um, I finally seen uh, Bright on Netflix, Will Smith's new movie, which was oh, the, yeah. uh, the where he's a cop and he has a, an orc cop buddy and there's all this magical wand shit going on. And uh, it came out like, I don't know, maybe the Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas Eve or something. I can't remember. But um, the critics slayed it, like absolutely slayed this movie. And I was like, well, you know, still, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it anyway. I mean, it's a free movie on Netflix, like, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And by the time I got to the end of the movie, my the only thing I could think was, who the fuck are these critics anymore? Now, Bright is not a masterpiece. Is it enjoyable? Yeah, it actually is. Uh, it's strange, mm. in a sense, where... It doesn't really do a lot of like backstory. Like I'm not, I'm not going to like spoil too much uh, of the movie, but it doesn't really do much of like the backstory. It doesn't tell you why there's orcs or fairies or shit like that. You know, it just jumps straight into the story and off they go. Cool. You know, um, and it it is enjoyable. There's a lot of like really dumb jokes. You know, uh, a couple of cool fight scenes. Uh, like it, it's interesting. I know. For a fact that they have greenlit for a sequel to this, which I am very excited about, because uh, maybe now we'll actually get to see more of you know how it's all came about and whatever. But yeah, the critics, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? 
this was actually an enjoyable movie. Not, like I said, not a masterpiece, mm-hmm. but definitely enjoyable. I mean, I like I like Will Smith in cheesy action mode. Right. So if, if it's Will oh, Smith is in cheesy it. action mode, I'll watch it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that is the only problem with the movie. The trailer made it seem better than it actually was. The trailer made it seem like it was going to be fucking awesome. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, it was still good, though. Um, so I think that for me, that that was the only complaint. Like, it just, the trailer did make it seem like it was going to be so much better than it actually was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, if you have Netflix, go watch it. I definitely recommend mm-hmm. it. It's it's enjoyable. It's, like I said, you, you're not, you may not ever need to watch it again, but definitely once. Mm-hmm. So fuck you, critics. You guys know nothing yeah. anymore. Like, they really know nothing anymore. I don't know what has happened to the world. <laughs> so, for all you Star Wars fans out there, Ooh. it's been three It's been three weeks. May, maybe even almost four weeks now. Oh, yeah. yeah, three, three and a half weeks since yeah. Star Wars has been out. And, you know, I watched it. The Friday came out and Saturday came out. Mm-hmm. We reviewed it here. But sometimes you just need time. Like right. I said, it was it was crazy how much people loved it and crazy how much people hated it, where right. we just kind of fell in the middle. I still think we're the only people that give it the best review. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's so weird. Like, but it's still like, I am not going to say like, oh, it ruined Star Wars. And I'm not going to say, oh, my God, it was fucking amazing. Hmm. And I feel like I feel like people will rip you. If you don't agree with them, if right. you if if you, they they rip you if you don't hate it, and they rip you if you don't say it's oh my god it's amazing and there was no bad choices in the whole movie, um, you know I'm, I'm squarely in the middle. But it's been three weeks, and I feel like you know sometimes you just need time right to kind of process it and stuff. And I stick by the things that I loved, Kylo Ren and Ray. Like I feel like this third movie is gonna just gonna be so fucking epic. Um, but I wish. Uh, I'm still conflicted over Luke Skywalker. Right. Um, because, I mean, I thought Mark Hamill did a good job. Oh, yeah, but of course. I felt like when you first see Mark Hamill, the first thing he does is he, he chucks the lightsaber over his shoulder. And I love that choice. And then, like, the second thing, he's talking to Ray and he makes a joke. He's like, everyone's from somewhere. She's like, I'm from Jakku. He's like, yeah, okay, that's basically nowhere. And I laughed again. And I said, okay, here's the Jedi Master that doesn't really want to be a Jedi anymore, but he's still kind of goofy like Yoda and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Like, I like that, you know, like he could be funny, but those are the only two funny things he said. And then he just got, he just became a real, he was fucking bummed out at the time, you know, like, Oh, I can't train you Ray. Oh my God. You might be going dark again. Uh, I'm going to burn the tree. Like the rest of the time, he just wasn't that fun. And And then he became fun again when he fought Kylo Ren. So I was a little bummed. Like I, I'm not like I'm not saying he had to be the old Luke Skywalker. Like Han Solo in Force Awakens was the old Han Solo. That was yeah. awesome. I'm not saying Luke had to be Luke from Return of the Jedi, but the way he started out in the movie, I was like, this is cool. I'm I'm actually on board with this. And then he just became super bummed out, and then he he kind of came back towards the end. So right. I, I wish Luke had been more consistent. And I'm just and I'm really sad that we just watched. The, the genocide of the resistance like they all yeah. died yeah pretty much they all died yeah. and and for and for no reason like when 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 um when page died in the bomber when they're doing the bomber and run they're trying to kill the dreadnought that made sense you know you got to sacrifice yourself sometimes for the cause 
But then, and, and, and that's okay. I was like, oh, it's bummed that they died, but it made sense. Uh-huh. All the rest of the resistance were just murdered because of just bad decisions and secret keeping. Yep, pretty much. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. <laughs> like, you know, like, so it made sense when they died in the beginning, but then the rest of them just were just murdered. Yeah. Because of the just, you know, just really dumb reasons. And, and I feel like you can't overlook that. Like at one point they said they've got 400 people in the resistance left on three ships. And then they end up with 20. The director even said 20 yeah. to get on the Millennium Falcon. And that's just and that's just sad. Like they just all died. And in such, you know, they were just like there wasn't in a heroic strategic way other than the, the one chick, Holdo, hyperspacing through people. Everyone else just fucking died. On defenseless shuttle ships, just hoping it wasn't going to be their ship that got blown up. Like that was that was sad to me. And then the the few survivors, Poe Dameron just said, "All right, let's get in these little skiffs and fly and fly straight, straight at that entire row of Adat walkers." Yep. <laughs> let's fly straight at them, guys. Let's just let's just fucking do that because there's not enough of us to fit on the money. There's too many to fit on the money in Falcon. We got to thin our numbers out here. <laughs> let's just fucking fly straight at them. And see what happens. And so I'm just, whenever I think about this movie, I'm 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 just a little bummed. And yeah. if they had all gone out in like a heroic fashion, I would have been okay with it. But they just really just were meekly hunted down. Yeah, just, just sad. yeah. It's the same like uh, for Akbar. He was just quietly, neatly tucked away, and that was it. Like it, it was weird. Well, I mean, at least he went out in like a ship-to-ship battle. You know, True. like Kylo Ren did something to them, but. But yeah, I just feel like the Resistance was this baby bunny, and the Imperials were like fucking Bigfoot, and Bigfoot just shoved that bunny up its ass. Yeah, <laughs> and just suffocated. Yeah, there there was like um. <laughs> it... Did I lose you again? Yes, no. No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, there was like a huge, huge debate. Um, that came maybe like a week or two after the movie came out, and that was about. Look, being because like we know that Mark Hamill like went on an interview and said like he didn't like um, the way that Luke was in the movie. Now he did say like shortly after that like you know he's seen the movie and it was great, uh, whatever you know. But I think that was just somebody fucking breathing out his neck, not to be a complete yeah, you know sure. honest. Um, but you know he did not like Luke uh, Skywalker's uh, character at all. And there was this big mm-hmm. debate about like whether. Luke had completely given up or not. And there was the whole thing about, you know, well, Obi-Wan went into hiding, uh, Yoda went into hiding, and Luke, you know, went into hiding. And there was this big debate about how bad it actually was and whether Luke was actually just really a worthy Jedi anymore. Because the thing is, though, like, sure, all three of them went into hiding. For me, Mm -hmm. the difference being is that Yoda and Obi-Wan didn't cut themselves off from the Force. They were still aware right. of what was happening and waiting for uh, hope, an opportunity. You know, mm. Luke had just shut everything off. And that's what kind of bothers me in a sense, too. Like, he was just like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm done. I just couldn't be And that's not really the Luke Skywalker to me. Like, it just seemed such a weird choice. But I don't know. Yeah, and he didn't train Ray. Like I, oh, he didn't do anything. Like I thought, if anything, if Luke, if if Luke had trained Ray, 
to to start her pet on the being a Jedi, but he didn't really do anything. Yeah. That would have been okay. But when you look back on it, he didn't train shit. Nah. Like he gave her, he said he promised her three lessons. He gave her two lessons, and the one lesson was just like he taught her how to reach out into the Force. He that was, was great. Uh, he Second was a motivational speaker. That's but the first thing he did was, you know, he yeah, he just taught her how to reach out into the Force and stuff. Now. If he had just been the mentor of this movie, I would have been totally cool with that. But like the whole time, he's like, I don't want to train you. I don't want to train you. I don't want to train you. And then she finds like, well, fuck you and stole the books and left. Yeah. <clears throat> so and then and then and then Luke kind of redeems himself at the end by coming out to help the fucking clueless resistance. Um, so I just think that this is going to be one of those movies. Like I said, you know, I, I, I'm giving too much time to the stuff I didn't like and not enough time to the stuff I loved. Right. Um. You know, Ray and Kylo Ren and Snoke's battle chamber. I was not disappointed by Snoke dying. I know some people are like, oh, we don't get to know more about him. Don't yeah. fucking care. Super powerful, <laughs> super cocky. Thinks he knows everything. They kill him. Then they get in that massive, awesome fight. And then the best part of that thing, the whole thing, is Kylo twisting again, saying, no, I'm not I'm not good. Did, did you get that? Did you Were you confused when I killed yeah. Snoke? No, no, no. I just wanted to be in charge. I'm still bad. I fucking love that. And I feel like and this last movie is going to be so epic just because they finally got all the baggage out of the way. You know, they've yeah. got all the baggage out of the way. Now they can just focus on just making an amazing Kylo Ren versus Rey movie. They can, re- you know, time dump, repopulate the re- resistance, hopefully with smarter people. Hopefully. And give us some more battles. You know, the, 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 last, the last act of a Star Wars movie has to have a battle, and this one didn't. Yeah, that's you know? true. It had, it had ships flying straight at the AT-ATs. That doesn't count. And it did have Luke setting up a cool battle, and I liked what Luke did. But still, aside from Ray blowing up a couple of Tie Fighters, you can't yeah. really count the third act as any kind of battle. And it's Star Wars, man. You got to have a fucking big battle at the end. I'm sorry, it's yeah. just uh, it's written into the bylaws. So what they did hint at now, though, is that they had rejected George Lucas's ideas. Right. And now it's slowly leaking out that a lot of George Lucas's ideas for this new trilogy made it in. Oh. Or okay. were similar. Yes. And I was like, and so, of course, you know, I mean, like, uh, because of the certain age I am, I was like, uh, is that why it kind of sucked? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I got to help it. I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm sorry. But they were like, one of the guys, Pablo Hidalgo, who's a Star Wars author, and he's part of the Inner Circle Brain Trust, he, he leaked on Twitter and then quickly deleted it um, about how the similarities of this storyline to some of the stuff that Lucas pitched. Yeah, and I'm like, well, shit, guys, that was your first problem. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> but, but um, but again, I did like it. Um, it's just not going to be one of those Star Wars that I can watch over and over again. But still, a thousand times better than the prequels. Oh yeah, just for in sure. case we're not, just in case we're confused on this, a thousand times better than the prequels. Yeah, I think um, everyone can agree on that. Just you know, <laughs> not one that I can just watch over and over and over again on video. Unless there's a unless I can cut out the middle part, you know, maybe I can uh, skip a bunch of scenes and go from the first act to the third act. But yeah, uh, but um, but yeah, but, now that um, now that we're actually past uh, New Year's and Christmas and stuff, we can now start looking forward to a lot of good stuff again. TV's returning, um, and there's some good shit starting this week again, which unfortunately for you, you don't get to see. <laughs> Star Trek is back this weekend, and it looks fucking awesome. We really need to find you somewhere to watch this because it, it truly is fantastic. Um, 
it's making a return this week. X-Files made its return this weekend, but due to the fact that I wasn't like overly sold on the first, or well, 11th season, whatever you want to call it, um, people have been losing their shit saying it was amazing, but I so, don't know. Sorry, dude, I've only heard like five seconds in the last minute of what you're saying, and I'm try- like, trying to, I'm like a fucking decoder guy, I'm like listening out of my headphones, like trying, you're like, you're like blah, 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 11 seasons, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, all right, how can I, how can I listen and contribute to this? Like, I like he, he doesn't know that he can't hear shit, but I'm, I'm trying to figure this out so I can figure out what you're talking about. It's funny because like when it records, like from, because everything's recorded on my end, you know, it sounds perfectly fine. So I'm really curious yeah. as to what it sounds like from your end sometimes. <laughs> like, it just oh, yeah. must sound so, so fucking strange. Uh, okay, well, uh, just a quick recap of what I, uh, what I said anyway. Um, TV's returning. Uh, Star Trek returns this weekend. We need to find you somewhere to watch it because it's fucking awesome. Uh, yes. Uh, X-Files has returned last night, I think. Um, I was underwhelmed by the season 11 or first season of the return, whatever you want to call it. Um, but apparently people are losing their shit over how great last night's episode was. So maybe, maybe X-Files redeeming itself. Um, not entirely sure. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch last season just because everyone said it was so terrible. So yeah, I just decided not to not even do it. Um, uh, what else have we got? We Netflix, we're always going to keep coming back to Netflix. Um, Netflix must have some crazy-ass budgets because they are just constantly putting out Netflix originals nonstop for the last fucking year or so. They've now released this uh, amazing samurai-looking movie, which I haven't watched yet, but I will do for next week, called Blade of the Immortal. They have a new TV show, which uh, apparently, if you like Stranger Things, you will like, called Black. No idea what it's about. Mm. Um what else? Oh my god, there's there's so many I can't even remember anymore. Um, oh, I know a show you gotta watch. A okay. show you gotta watch on Netflix. My son just found it yesterday. So it's a kids show, but trust me on this one, you're gonna love it. It's created by the same guys that did Robot Chicken, and it's a stop motion show. It's called Buddy Thunderstruck. Oh, okay. Stop motion. Picture picture two dogs in a giant racing semi rig. But they're basically like the two guys from Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby and oh, Cal yeah, yeah. Naughton. Basically, those those two guys, stop-motion dogs in a semi-racing rig, and it's fucking hysterical. Okay, interesting. It is so funny. Like, I was just kind of watching in the background as my son was watching, and I was like, whoa, what is this? And I was just, it's really funny <clears throat> and stupid, and adults can like it, and so can kids, but <laughs> it was amazing. They even have one episode. Where you, it's a choose your own adventure and you use, you use your remote. Really? And they have like this, and they're like, all right, should we do this or should we do this? And they're both like ridiculous things to do. And you can like, like fucking decide what they want to do. It's, it's, it, that's only one episode, but that's the one that I was like, oh my God, this, this is genius. Wow. Um, Seth Green is like executive producer. It's made by Stupid Buddy Studios. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Buddy Thunderstruck. When you look at it, you're like, your first thought is like, what pile of shit is this? And you're going to look away, but no. <laughs> Watch like a couple episodes of Buddy Thunderstruck and tell me you don't fucking love it. All right, I'll do that. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, like like I said, Netflix just have so much good shit coming. Was for kids out of like even just looking ahead, like further on down the line for this year, like we got Jessica Jones season two coming out on first week of March or something. Um, we have uh, Game Over Man 
coming out in March. Uh, basically, have you heard of that? No. It's um. So you know the three dudes from Workaholics: uh, Adam Devine, Blake Anderson, oh. and. Ander- and the Anders other guy, Holmes? and the red hair. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's an action comedy where the they those three are basically battling terrorists. Um, basically, awesome. in, in order amazing. in order to uh, get enough money to uh, make their video game. <laughs> so um, it's called Game Over, man. It's coming like uh, sometime in March. Uh, it's going to be amazing. We got a series of unfortunate events season two coming. I wasn't like a Blah. incredibly impressed by season one, but you know, whatever. Uh, another one that you might be surprised by, Lost in Space. You remember Lost in Space? <laughs> yeah, the shitty TV show and yeah. the shitty movie with Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, they're redoing it. <laughs> it's coming out this year. I'll watch it. Yeah, of That's course I'll watch it. it. Um, uh, Jesus, what else? Uh, Luke Cage season two we've got coming. We've Wait, got... wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if Lost in Space was literally... Like lost the TV show set in space. Oh, I would watch that. That that'd be really messed up. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, Jesus, what else do we have come this year? Well, Daredevil season three will come at some point, I guess. Although I'm not entirely sure when. Right, Return of the Kingpin. Yes, Return of the Kingpin. Thank yes. God, the yeah. Kingpin is such a great bad yeah. guy. Um, we yes. do we do get Iron Fist season two as well, but you know uh, I'm still iffy about that. Of, it. Yeah, of how bloody Skip terrible it. the first one was. Um, yeah. If you're into it, Troy, like the the old Troy story, you know that's getting a TV series, but I don't really give a shit. And uh, Adam Sandler is coming back. Uh, nope. I think he signed like. Like what, five or six movies or something for Netflix or whatever. Um, so basically, uh, I've his... seen two of them. They're they're the worst shit ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've really... seen two of those Sandler Netflix movies. They're real bad. Yeah, his uh, the next one coming is called The Week of, and all I know is it stars Chris Rock and Steve Buscemi. So yeah, don't don't bother. Yeah. They're terrible. Just watch Billy Madison again for the 80th time, like I did oh, yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, Troll Hunter season two. Oh, yeah, Finished watching right. it on Netflix. I Troll Hunters. Yeah. Troll Hunters is such a fucking good cartoon, such a good series. Yeah. And season two was great. It's only nice. thirteen episodes as opposed to twenty six, like the first season. But okay. Troll Hunters is amazing, dudes. If you've never seen it, I'm jealous. You get to binge watch all of it. Definitely watch Troll Hunters. It was voted like the cartoon of the year in 2017, yeah. and I agree with that choice. Yeah. Like I said, like if you if you like are just starting to use Netflix now, holy shit, have you got a back catalog to enjoy. Oh, yeah. So, get on that. Unless you're like, unless you're like my house, and my wife just makes us binge watch every season of New Girl. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My wife, my wife used to do that. New Girl, yeah. uh, The Big Bang Theory, and she, and I just gave up. I stopped. I was like, I'm done. You, you watch it on your own. I'll just play yeah. video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the dudes in New Girl are actually kind of funny. Right. Like, but she's made me watch like four seasons in like a week. Oh it's my killing God. me. Just over and over again. Like I might have actually liked that show if I'd watched it once a week mm-hmm. when it originally aired. Right. But now, I mean, like that, she made she binge watched a whole season of Fuller House. Ugh. Like, like it's it's killing me. And some fucking show where this model dies and she comes back to life as a chubby lawyer. <laughs> so she's in the body. She's in the body of a chubby lawyer, and uh, now and now she's a lawyer. And, and my wife, like over the course of a month, binge watched like all seven seasons. What? Kill me. Oh my god! That's, hey, that's it's, probably it's probably why I got the flu. 
it's a good thing you have the Nintendo <laughs> Switch now. <laughs> oh Jesus. yeah. Oh my God. Now, now when she starts watching New Girl or whatever, yeah. I just I just unhook the uh, the fucking switch. It would just wow. I just play on the couch with my son. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to make it sound like this. All we do is watch TV and like yeah. you know, he does. We do a basketball league and and there's lots of stuff we do. But I'm just saying when we're at home, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of eating and television. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 20 degrees below zero. It's yeah, fucking six feet of snow. There's nothing yeah. else to do. And I just got over being sick, so. Yeah. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. You got anything else uh, to catch up on? I know uh, that there's like tons of stuff that we've we've missed and we have. Oh, actually, see, there's I, other stuff, but I'm I'm going in. Yeah. yeah, there's there's one last thing that we'll, I guess we can we can discuss because um, I, I know you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. We both need to go see it. The reviews came in. They said it's fucking amazing. Jumanji. Jumanji. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, it's coming to my local theater next weekend. Oh, nice! I'll see it around. So that I will. I, yeah, I'll probably be able to review it for next week. Perfect. Next Sunday, because don't get me wrong, I love everything basically the Rock is in, and yeah. this looks like, like a plus Rock movie right yeah. here. Yeah, a lot of the reviews said that it's it's awesome. In fact, I think a lot of people even said that like uh, Jack Black made the movie or, or something. So yeah, I heard yeah. that too. So interesting, definitely excited. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I I feel bad I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but because I was sick and stuff. But I will see it next week in, in time for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good times. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's uh, our somewhat catch up uh, of the last few weeks. Um, it's been like three weeks since we had a podcast, so I'm sure you guys have a shit ton to tell yeah. us to. If you managed to pick up like a switch, or you've seen Jumanji, or you've seen anything that we haven't seen, you know, let us know on our Facebook or Twitter. At the Thunderdumps. Check us out, thunderdumps.com. Uh, catch us on the official iOS podcast section, uh, Stitcher for Android, and of course, if you're not a fan, doesn't fucking matter, go watch the Bills. Ooh. Yes. Let's go, Buffalo. It's going to be go awesome. Bills. Yeah, baby. All right. See you guys next week. T- take her easy, and so.